Hey, today we're going to talk a little bit about the coronavirus, the updates since Monday. I don't really like to talk about things until they've settled in for a couple days, but we just talk about what's going on, what it means for the U.S., what it means for the market, possibly the stock market and real estate. Enjoy. Bye. What is up, friends? Thanks for tuning in today. We're going to talk about what's been going on this week, specifically with the coronavirus. If you've been living under a rock, maybe you don't know, but this week there has been a major outbreak of a flu-like virus in China called the coronavirus. Basically, it's a respiratory infection, very similar to flu symptoms and the Chinese government has is taking it pretty seriously it started in a city called Wuhan in China which is about 11 million people I think it was like Sunday or Monday of this week they shut the whole city down eventually I think one or two cases came to Beijing and so they shut down other areas total there's 43 million people in lockdown in China as we speak. That's what we know of. So there could be more. Um, It's kind of crazy to think that they have this kind of ability to shut 43 million people down. Imagine, I mean, there's say what you want to say about the Chinese government, but that's pretty impressive. Um, We should go on Twitter and check out hashtag coronavirus. There's a lot of videos that leaked from China somehow through TikTok or WeChat. But originally earlier this week, there was videos of workers saying that there was actually, you know, it's reported like 2,600, 3,000 cases in China, but there's actually possibly 90,000 cases. That's a lot. And according to data that's been coming out, basically it has like a 2% mortality. So basically, Two people, what? Two people in a thousand, right? No, two, one, two in a hundred. Sorry. Um, which you know, it's that's enough. That's enough. But there's video. There was videos of people checking into the hospital, kind of not having enough facilities to take care of everybody. It's very. I mean, this is just a podcast. I don't think I'm doing a video for this one. But just go online and go to Twitter hashtag coronavirus. <clears throat> And it's kind of shocking, too. I mean, if the Chinese government also built a... They're taking it that seriously that they built a hospital in two days. They wanted like a hundred something rooms or a couple... Like a thousand beds or something. And they built it in two days. Two days. Those videos are crazy, too. It was maybe 40, 50, 60... Like dig ho machines, heavy duty machines all working at once. It looked almost like a, a cartoon. Almost. Um, but so there's 43 million people in lockdown. There's been reported, I think, three cases in Canada, three cases in the U.S. as of about a day ago. There could be updates today. I didn't really look. Today's the 31st of January 2020. And then also in our, on our side, in America, the stock market had reacted to it on Monday because um, there was a lot of 
updates over last weekend. Some it was a 400 point sell off on Monday. It bounced back on Tuesday, and then at the end of the week, there's been a big sell off today on Friday, the 31st. Um, I have a friend of mine who works in China, and he was saying that all trips are who goes there pretty frequently. All trips are canceled. They've been notified by their partners or you know their Chinese vendors that don't just cancel all trips till May first. That's like 120 days more. Little, little concerning. Little concerning. But I actually even on Monday I, I did not take the subway on Monday specifically because I was like you know what, I don't need none of that coronavirus stuff going to me, and so just be careful you know listen cover your mouth when you're when you're doing things the i was at the grocery store the other day and this lady you know this is like peak coronavirus monday and this this dumb i'm not even gonna curse but she's just coughing not covering her mouth in a grocery store what are you doing man uh basically they were saying that you know you see a lot of people wearing masks throughout the city not a whole lot but definitely some um and I'm reading online basically that's a lot of like, it's not necessarily, it's airborne because it's a respiratory infection, um, but it's also hand to mouth. So like if you're touching things that have the virus and then you're touching your face, they're saying that's a number one way that things are being uh, transmitted from people to people. And there's a couple theories going around on the internet about where this is from, what caused it, and it's... Uh, Kind of interesting. So one, there's a lot of things called wet markets in China. So they get like really fresh food. But if you've ever been to these markets, there's very little sanitation. So you might have meat being cut up on the street or on a on a board on the uh, in this like open air market with all different other types of meat. No refrigeration. Not a lot of hand washing going on. So that's one way that these things can spread pretty quickly. And they're thinking that it might be from exotic animals, like maybe bat. Like they have bat stew. People eat mice. They live mice. They eat rats. They eat snakes. Possibly they're saying that's possibly from one of those three. So don't do that. Don't be eating bats, rats, and snakes. All right. Just don't do that. Not necessary. And then, two in Wuhan, there's also a conspiracy theory that it came from a a, a bio testing lab. They, you know, they basically it's just you know they test different types of, I guess, biological agents for drugs and all different sorts of things in Wuhan and maybe it was like 11 miles away from Wuhan outside of the city. There's a lot of conspiracy theories going on that that is where it came from. And then there was also another conspiracy theory that they were saying that the Americans did it to the Chinese. I don't think we would have done that. It's If it is some sort of manufactured human-altered disease, that is not cool. Not cool, man. That's not good. Um, but that's basically the, the roundup here. There's, there's also, what's, what's that podcast called? Science versus by Gimlet. They did, they interviewed, um, the, the, uh, someone in the white house who does like disease control. And basically they're saying that, you know, America shouldn't really freak out or worry right now. It's not really going to help. Um, but it is something that they're very concerned about. So, 
Uh, we're only like a week into it. Let's see what happens in a week or so again before making any conclusions. And there, you know, there's definitely a distinct possibility that some sort of event like this could trigger a big sell-off or economic situation in America, according to a lot of stock market analysis people like Jim Cramer, because we've had such a run-up and they wanted to have, there's room to have breathing room, you know, some event to have a sell-off. Even when, you know, Apple and Amazon and these big companies are having, reporting really good quarters, this is kind of affecting the market overall, which is something to be aware of. Um, but let's, let's pan this out. My main, my main thing, my main takeaway from this is the reaction of the Chinese government. So they basically, according to reports, they said there was a few, a few instances of, um, this virus possibly earlier in December, and they didn't really make a big deal about it. The first, the first public announcement of it, I think was on New Year's Day in China. Uh, and now, you know, obviously they put 43 million people in lockdown, which is wild. And um, also America and I know Canada went and sent charters to get some of their citizens out of there. So that's some intense stuff. And lastly, there's also some reports in, there's one or two reports. No, I don't think, no deaths, just infections in India, Thailand, and Malaysia. So that's, that's, it's, it's getting around, but for now, nothing to worry about, but I did want to just chime in on the coronavirus, give my two cents, but go look at some of these videos. If you want to see the incredible organization and power of the Chinese government, which should be a little bit of a concern. Okay. Hope you enjoyed. If you like this podcast, like subscribe, it's ask Amadeus in the Apple Podcasts, Spotify. I also sometimes, usually I put a video section with these. This time I'm not. Uh, I'll just put the audio up on YouTube. Follow me at Marcus Amadeus on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and all podcast social medias. And lastly, if you're looking for a home in New York City, call me. I'm a real estate agent. I've been in the real estate business for over a well over a decade, we've helped people buy, sell, rent homes, manage their income properties. If you just want some advice, we put out a monthly newsletter talking about things going on in New York. We do market reports each quarter. And if you want a specific specialized report for your type of house or say it's a one bedroom condo in Williamsburg or a Brooklyn Heights townhouse or an Upper East Side co-op, we will send it to you. Just DM me at Marcus Amadeus on Instagram. You'll find me online. And that's pretty much it. If you're looking to move out of the city or into the city, we have a network of industry professionals all over the country, mortgage brokers, other real estate agents in different markets, handymen, contractors, architects, appraisers, home inspectors, designers, stagers, we offer a full service real estate experience. So DM me, even if you're just thinking about moving in 2020, I could definitely uh, set up a time to talk and 
give you a consultation. All right. Enjoy. Bye. Hey, so we just wrapped up our coronavirus section. We're going to change up the format a little bit and we're going to end with a little bit of real estate stuff from this past week. One thing I've been noticing, we were out looking at a lot of property this week in Brooklyn, specifically in Greenpoint and Williamsburg, and all sorts of inventory, older two families, high-end condos, new developments. Uh, We were also in Park Slope last week. I think we talked about it at the last episode. We won't touch on that a little bit. But, uh, you know, the quarter three from 2008, uh, 19 was a little bit slow, but the reports for the fourth quarter in 2019 came back with, especially in Brooklyn and Queens, more activity coming into the market, more interest from buyers. Actually, today they dropped interest rates to 3.15 on a 30 year, and I think it was like 301 on a 15 year. So that's that's low. That's low, low interest. Uh, so the buyers are definitely back out. Uh, this is pretty typical of coming back in the new year. Sometimes people need to report their taxes from last year. They have it. Say if you're an independent business owner, you when you report your taxes, maybe your, your buying power change. It's also bonus season. But we saw a lot of activity. We went and saw a really nice condo in Greenpoint. I think it was 2.75 for a three-bedroom, two-bath or three-bath condo in contract first week. Really high-end, though. Very high-end, right on McCarran Park. We saw a two-family over in East Williamsburg that was jam-packed with... It was old, old, jam-packed with buyers. And we saw some new developments on Ainsley. There was a couple buyers there. It was, I think it was a two-bedroom in like the 1-4 range. It was a duplex with backyard. So there's a lot of inventory coming up, a lot of new development inventory as well coming up. So actions there. And if you want to email me, we also put together weekly weekly uh, collections of homes by Compass. I usually put them on my Facebook, Marcus Shot Real Estate. Just Google that and you'll find them on Facebook if you want to see some of these collections coming to market. And then also, if you want to get a personalized selection, I'll put it on my Compass app. It's really great. It notifies you when the great things are coming up. It shows you which open houses are there, so you can just jump in and see what's showing in your neighborhood. But signs are pointing that even in Manhattan, Brooklyn, Manhattan, the market is leveling out. Brooklyn and Queens, there's definitely uptick in buyer activity, especially in that like one to one five range. So there, the um, slowdown in the real the real estate market in 2018 into 19 it seems to have subsided a little bit. As I've said before, if you listen to the other podcasts and other episodes surrounding the you know, the optimism in the stock market, I think you know a lot of the political things with the impeachment people think it's just kind of a show and i don't think there's really a lot of belief that you know some of these democratic candidates that are talking about you know big government and more taxes it doesn't seem that realistic that they're going to have a political like there's going to be a change in the presidency which generally causes a little bit of turn up so that's a little real estate recap all right enjoy talk to you later bye